Welcome back to Midday Matcha with Livy. Clearly, I am fucking Livy. Hi guys, how is everybody doing today? Hope you're doing well. Don't really know why I asked that when you literally cannot respond to me, but whatever. Hope everybody is doing well. Let's just dive into my week intro. Yesterday, I had a shoot. I was shooting all day yesterday. I shot for eight hours and you're like, Libby, what the fuck is this shoot? You guys forget that like I'm a comedian. I'm an actress. Ah, I do it all. So wait, what? Anyways, no. So I mean, I don't just do social media stuff like the real depths behind me as a human being are the fact that I'm a comedian and an actress. Like, that's what I want to do with my life. And so I had a shoot for an acting shoot yesterday for like eight hours. Went great, was lovely, was beautiful, was gorgeous, just like me. So what else did we expect? But it was fun to be back on a set for something. Like, I just haven't been on a set for something in a really long time or even on a stage or anything like that in a really long time because I've just been focusing solely on social media. So it was good to just like be back. And I'm like, I miss this. I really miss this. And then I was like, I'm going to give you guys like a little weekend recap too. And then I typed out my weekend recap. It was just my bestie Tim and I going to all these amazing restaurants. And then I was just shooting my Princess Polly campaign all weekend, basically. I call it a campaign because if I'm shooting more than one look, that's a fucking campaign. So you guys can use my code Livy, L-I-V-I, for 20% off your order at Princess Polly. So that is that. Also, I've been back on a berries vibe, kind of. If you've listened to the podcast for a while, you know I was mentally ill about Barry's boot camp. I was fully mentally ill about it in the sense that for a year and a half I did it six days a week and spent $400 a month on just Barry's boot camp, you guys. Like sickly psychotic. Don't know why I did that. Don't know why it was normalized. Um, and nobody was thinking like, that's concerning that she's doing that much Barry's boot camp because Barry's boot camp is a high intensity workout and you're not supposed to be doing it every day like I was. So I stopped doing Barry's for a really long time and it's like it's like when you eat the, eat the same food too much you're like I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. But I've been incorporating Barry's. It's not even just Barry's. It's like a workout class. I've been doing like solid core Barry's one of the two on mornings where I just like don't have the time to get my ass to the gym. Like example yesterday before my shoot I started shooting at 9, so I was like, okay, I have to do berries at, like, 6 a.m. So I was, like, up at 5, bat berries by 6, like, got my workout done because, like, I need to get my workout in every morning just to make myself feel good um, and just, like, feel mentally clear. It's honestly, like, a like working out for me is so much so a mental thing because I – we all know I'm mentally ill. That's never been a secret. I've never kept that a secret. Yes, I'm mentally ill. And if I don't work out, I feel my mental illness, like, mentally illing the hell out of me. So I'm like, okay, I need to, like, work out and be active. So I like to get my – and I just – that's, like, my daily routine. Like, I have to get my workout in. Whatever. This is, like, such a long thing. So – but I'm back on my little berries grind just when I want to. Like, maybe once or twice a week or maybe even, like, once a week because I do love the gym. So I'm just, like, a little bit back at my uh, Barry's vibe. Only when it's convenient for me, like, before my shoot, something like that. So that's really it for my week intro. I've just been, like, healing. I've just been being gorgeous. I've just been living my best life. And I do have, once again, how many times is Livy going to say she has exciting projects coming up? So many times. So exciting projects coming up stay tuned for those but let's get into this week's episode 
The past six months, I went through horrible breakups. And yeah, I said breakups, plural. I think it's plural. It's whatever when you say S at the end, whatever. And so I went through a really bad breakup of an on and off situation with my ex. And then I jumped right into a situationship when I probably should have just gave myself a break. But I don't regret that whatsoever. And we're going to get into all of this. And I haven't done an updated breakup survival guide in a really long time. But I was thinking like, what better timing? than me going through two within six months of each other. Um, But yeah, so I allowed myself to like go through, obviously I allowed myself to go through these, but I went through these and I'm just like, I feel like I'm on the other end of them. And like, I feel like I've healed a lot from both of them because I was healing through them during them. We'll get into it too. But I was like, you know what? Let me share what helped me heal from my breakups because there was more than one. But yeah, let me share what's been helping me heal currently still healing, but I feel like I've done a really good job healing in general. So I wanted to share my breakup survival guide. So I'm going to break this down into like, first, we're going to get started with the week after or like the week of your breakup. So obviously you're crushed. So let yourself feel that. That's the biggest thing I realize is that if you're miserable, if you're miserable, don't act like you're okay when you're not. If you're feeling something, allow yourself to feel these emotions. Like don't rush yourself into a healing process that you're not ready for. Like it would be so easy of me to like break up with my ex and then just be like, I'm a bad bitch. But like, that's not how I felt. I felt so alone. I felt so insecure. I felt so heartbroken. I had just lost my future husband. You guys, you have to remember that when I fall, I fall in love. So I was like, this is my future husband. Like this man is going to be everything to me. Like planning our summers to the South of France. That was funny. Anyways. So it's important to feel those emotions so you can process them, especially the week after your breakup or like the week of your breakup. Like I say give yourself three to five days to really sulk in this sadness. And what I mean by that is like to lay in bed and cry. Order your favorite foods like junk foods or don't eat at all. Because like I know when I get broken up with, I don't really like to eat. Or if I'm going through a breakup, I don't really like to eat. Uh, I don't know. I just like literally am sick to my stomach. Allow yourself to be so bitterly heartbroken. Like allow yourself to step away from life in society for like one minute. But honestly, like three days max on this. But like life keeps going. So you have to too, but give yourself those three days to sulk in that sadness and like let yourself be fucking miserable and let yourself be sad. Something so traumatic just happened to you. Let yourself feel those emotions because the quicker you allow yourself to feel them, the quicker you're able to process them and go through the healing stage of becoming the best version of yourself. Because like that's what a breakup is in reality is like leaving something behind so you can become the best version of yourself, leaving something behind that was holding you back so you can become the best version of yourself. Like that's exactly what a breakup is, in my opinion. I just feel like every time I've gone through a breakup, I'm just the hottest bitch in the world after and will be forever. Anyways, but give yourself three days max because life keeps going and you have to get up. And I'm not saying you can't be sad after you get your ass up, but you have to be functioning. Like you have to get back to work. You have to get back to society. You have to get back to be in the real world. You know, like you cannot just sit and sulk forever, but give yourself those days to like sit and sulk when you feel the need to, but you do have to continue to live and get back into your daily routine, but you'll still feel sad while you're doing your daily routine and stuff. It'll just be a little bit better than sitting and sulking in it. But I think it's important to have those three to five days to allow yourself to feel so utterly crushed and heartbroken. Like I did that in a way I just was like, fuck, um, for like three days. And then no, actually, it was like a day for me after it was still really hard, but I had to get back to life. Like I, I'm not gonna miss fucking work because 
my ex and I broke up because he cheated on me. Hell no, I'm not missing work and like lose out on money. Oh my gosh, there's nothing more in this world that I love like besides myself more than money. So let's get into the month after your breakup. This is the time that you should make your hate list or like month month to two months after your breakup. This is the time that you should make your hate list. And you're like, Livy, this sounds so intense. What if we broke up and it's amicable? All these things. No, make a fucking hate list. The reason I want you to make a hate list is because, well, we'll get into why I want you to make one. But what a hate list is, is like, Write down all the things that you don't like about this person. Write it on a list. Be specific. I don't like how much he likes his mom. I don't like how much he goes out with the boys. I don't like how much he drinks beer. I don't like the fact that he like never wanted to do anal. You know, like be super specific. I don't like the way his hair like laid on his face. I thought it was ugly. You know, like be so beyond specific. And then the reason you want to be this specific is because every time that you feel the need that you need to go back to this person or you need this person or you want this person in your life, refer to this and remind yourself of why you aren't with this person anymore. And a lot of times when we're in love, we love the idea of the person or what we think that person can be, like the potential of somebody we're so in love with. You're like, he's my best friend. He's my world. It won't get better than that. And like two years, he's going to be so successful. He's going to have this business. Like, you know, he's a SoundCloud rapper right now, but he's going to get signed in like three years and I'm going to be on the road with him. I'm going to be traveling 24 seven. He's my best friend, the love of my life. And it's like, no, babes. Like he's 30 years old. He's a SoundCloud rapper. He lacks emotional intelligence and he doesn't treat you right and literally cheats on you. So like, no like be honest with yourself in the current moment and stop thinking about the future of what this person is or could be or what your future could have looked like together because that's not serving you in any sort of way you're not with this person anymore and another part of the month after the breakup is accepting that you're no longer with this person and accepting that there is no future with this person in your life anymore and there's no room for this person in your life and I know it all sounds so crazy harsh and hurtful but it's like the truth that you just need to wrap your head around it's like no he's not coming back and no you guys are not going to get married and no he was not meant for you and it hurts so badly and I'm so aware of that or she he or she what are they them you know I you know I don't give a fuck I'm just using he because I unfortunately like straight men but no, this is not your forever, but that's okay because something better is aligned for you. Something better is out there for you. So be realistic with yourself, okay, of who you were dating. Like, I don't want to use my exes as examples because it's way too specific, Um, but I think I'm going to anyway. So it's like, I was like, oh my God, my I'm like, oh my God, my boyfriend's like, he's going to be in the league. Like he's going to the NFL. It's like, babes, he doesn't get off the fucking bench at the games. And you think he's going to be in the league? Like I was in love with the idea of what I thought this person could be. And it's like, you need to let that go and you need to make your hate list and you need to refer to your hate list every single time you think that you need this person in your life because you genuinely do not need them. Also block them if needed. It took me a while to block my ex. I'm not going to lie. I would get really annoyed when my friends are like, you need to block him. Like, just block him. Just block him. I'm like, nobody gets what I'm feeling right now. Like, nobody gets this. I'm not I'm not there yet. I can't block him right now. So like, but eventually I did. Spoiler alert. Eventually I did block him. But I get 
where they're coming from. But I felt like nobody understood me in that moment. So I get where you're coming from where you're like, I just, I don't have it in me to block him right now. Like I don't have it in me. And that doesn't mean you want to be with this person. That doesn't mean anything. You just don't have it in you to block this person right now. And that's completely fine. I promise you it'll come. Okay, I never thought I'd block my ex until one day I was like, this fucker can choke and I can't wait to block his bitch ass, you know? And like, if you had told me two weeks prior that I was going to feel that way and I was going to block him, I literally would not have believed you. I would have been like, no way. There's literally no way. So take your time and let yourself, if it if he needs to be blocked, you know, if they're like overstepping boundaries, still communicating with you, even though you said you wanted nothing to do with them. Or like, instance, my mind was like, he cheated on me and was like, we're going to be together forever. And it's like, you literally had a whole other bitch. We are not end game. And it's like, it's, but when that person still has in their head, like we're going to be together forever. It's like hard to block that person. And it's hard for them to ever stop like contacting you and stuff, but whatever. But yeah, set those boundaries for yourself. And eventually you will block if needed, you know, if needed. I also like to pretend my ex has died. I know that sounds really intense, but I do. That makes it easier for me to get over that. Is my voice sounding weird? Yeah, it is. Wait, is my voice sounding weird? But no, it's better now. Anyways, I do like to pretend that my ex has died. It just does make it easier for me to get over them. I look at them as a chapter in my life. And then I look at the lesson that I learned from them during that chapter of my life. I'm like, oh, this was this period of my life. Like that was chapter 20, bitch. And it was Livy doesn't know what she wants out of a man, you know, and that was what my ex and my situationship were to me. And it might take a while to go through all of what you learned of this person because I'm still like, what the fuck was the learning lesson of him cheating on me with another woman? You know, like I'm still trying to learn that lesson. But I think overall that lesson was for me to get the strength to walk away no, that wasn't it. I was going to like, I could walk away regardless. I, I genuinely don't know the lesson yet, you guys. But eventually I'll tell you. Probably not, but eventually I'll get there. And I think it's important to realize the lesson of what that person was in your life and that they're just a chapter in your book. You're like, you literally just said that they died. I'm like, I don't want to hear from them. I don't want to see any of their social media pages. I unfollow, I block. I'm big on that. I don't care. I just don't want to see you. Like if you're no longer in my life and we're not, um, when we're done and especially when we ended on bad terms, I want nothing to do with you. And that's completely fine. You're dead to me. And that's that. That's how I heal. And that's how I move forward in my life. And that's okay. Also, no more sad music. No more sad music. Okay. And no more watching sad movies. You're just making yourself more sad. I know Taylor just dropped Midnight and it's a vibe. Trust me, I'm listening to it right now. But mix that in with some Megan the Stallion telling you you're a bad bitch with a fat ass with a lot of money and it'll make you feel better. Trust me. Also, you need to let yourself get back into that daily routine. Allow yourself to feel whatever it is, but get back into that daily routine of like the things like if that's wake up, work out, go to work, like get yourself in that daily routine. Don't let yourself sit in sulk and sadness. I feel like I already touched on that, but yeah. Also, I don't hate the idea of like getting under someone new. I know that's a big thing is like how to get over someone is to get under someone new, like start talking to someone new and start dating someone new. Normally, I'd be like, fuck no, like absolutely not. Heal yourself before you even touch another penis. You know what I mean? Normally, I would be like that. But in my last relationship, I after that breakup, I um, I had just been brutally cheated on. 
and I had a close friend who I relied on during the breakup and who he really helped me through the breakup. And then we started catching feelings for each other. To be honest, he caught feelings for me. And then I was like, I guess there's some for me there too. No, but like, I was like, "Mm -hmm, I guess I could kiss you on the mouth a little bit. But normally I'd be like, no, I need to heal. I don't want to talk to anyone. Like, I know we have feelings for each other, but let's just ignore them. No, no, no. But for this time, for some reason, I was like, no, you know what? I'm going to give this a shot. Like, I'm going to give this a chance. And I will say that he is the reason that I got over my ex and didn't go back. Because during that time, I was really back and forth with going back to my ex and stuff. And he was just helping me get through the breakup number one. But then once we started having feelings for each other and like going on dates and doing that and doing everything that we were doing it like made me I obviously had feelings for him and caught even more feelings for him and it made me like really just dislike my ex and it kind of just showed me and made me realize like I don't want to be with my ex like I like this person no I don't want to end up with this person either but I like this person for right now and he's helping me get through what I've been going through so it's like I don't like to say I used him because I definitely didn't like we had a great connection and that's why we did what we did and I don't regret doing this either um and it helped me like he was single-handedly the reason that I got over my ex and didn't go back and it just for me it just showed me like wait look I can have feelings I can have sex and I talk and I can talk daily with someone other than my ex because like I get very in my head about that like no one like who am I gonna have sex with ever again like I already hate having sex to begin with like who am I gonna have sex with again like who am I gonna open up to myself again and it's like oh literally like this guy like you know it's like this guy right here you can do everything that you did with your ex with this man like it's it's not it's not your my ex that I'm so caught up on. It's the idea of my ex that I was caught up on. And like, I just, I liked getting under someone new and talking to someone new right after my breakup because it showed me that I did not need my ex. I just thought I did, you know? Like, I don't know. It just showed me that. So I'm like beyond grateful for that. But then you also have to prepare yourself for that situationship ending. Like my situationship and I, we did end. And it's like, that is pretty painful too because especially it's like you process not only the situationship ending but that friendship ending and then the breakup that you were previously processing before you even started fucking your situationship ending as well. So it's like you're processing a lot but it just is like I don't know for some reason I thought it'd be a lot harder for me but it really isn't. It's just like okay these are both two people that I don't want and I don't see my in my life like moving forward and that's completely fine and like one was so amazing so great literally have nothing but love for him the other was a cheating lying fucking asshole and it's like it's like okay that is what it is they're both no one's literally discussing the other one's great and amazing human like wish them both the best but don't need them in my life want to move forward and I want somebody better for myself I want somebody who wants me loves me cares for me all these things that both of them I felt like couldn't provide for me so yeah but like my situationship helped me get through my breakup so like I'm forever grateful for that so just do it with caution like I made sure to make sure my situationship wasn't a rebound off of my ex and as much as I think I convinced myself he wasn't he definitely was a little bit um but I don't know just prepare yourself like for endings of like both of those I guess like if you jump into a situationship after don't do it just to avoid what you're feeling with your ex like I still felt all the emotions I needed to feel when I was with my situationship and I would tell him like hey like I missed my ex today and he'd get that because we were just friends before anyways 
Let's get into the glow up era. Oh my God. The glow up from a breakup will always be my favorite thing in the entire world. Like I am a completely different woman than I was three months ago. And I'm not even my full glow up yet. Like it just gets so much better. And I forgot how much I truly love a glow up after a breakup. Like I just literally feel like a brand new person. I also feel like me again. I felt like I lost myself there for like six months and I was in between a relationship and a situationship. I don't know. I just felt like I lost myself a little bit. And I obviously when you get brutally cheated on, you become a little insecure and like doubtful inside yourself. But I didn't even feel like that insecure. I just felt like I had lost myself a lot. So I feel like I'm just becoming the best version of myself is what I can See, like once you cut off negative, bad energy that has been holding you back, even when you think this energy hasn't been holding you back, your life changes. Like the jobs that you wanted come in, you start to heal yourself internally and you start to glow from the outside. Like as soon as you cut off negative energy, you're allowing good energy to come in. Like good energy is not going to come in while you're holding on to negative energy. And I've always told all my friends that during their breakups, like you can hold on to this whack ass motherfucker as long as you want, but you are just delaying yourself from your own happiness like a hundred percent like the longer you hold on to someone that's not good for you the longer the universe is going to hold on to what's good for you to come in but like even my situationship ending like as soon as that happened like literally five things just fell into place that I really wanted like it was absolutely insane so it's like and I didn't even think he was a negative energy I just think he wasn't meant for me in the time of my life that I'm in currently and that's that but like once you let go of those negative situation good comes into your life and like I promise you this like this is something I'm so beyond certain of like I literally promise you this and yeah you start to glow from the outside once you fully realize you don't need them which takes time obviously like I don't know you just become a brand new person that like, gets incredible like you fall in love with life again you fall in love with the new version of you that you're becoming and this is um here this is like how I go about my glow ups honestly little step by step I spend more time in the gym the gym is like therapy to me like I can't count the amount of times I'm on the treadmill listening to happily what is it happier than happier than ever by Billie Eilish like literally bawling my eyes out yeah like it's depressing as shit why was I doing that and it's embarrassing yeah whatever but I did it and it's like the gym to me was therapy made me run harder makes me work a little bit harder like if I'm lifting weights and I just think about the time that my ex cheated on me boom just hit a PR you know what I mean <laughs> it's just that simple okay so it's I don't know I just like spending a lot of time in the gym after a breakup because I like the gym in general we already talked about it in the beginning of the episode but it just makes it feel like a form of therapy to me I, I don't know I'm just getting out my emotions in a different sort of way which I really do love also, listen, my hair is going to change in some sort of way. I need something to make me feel like a brand new woman. Normally, that's my hair changing. I just do. I'm also going to stage my apartment and my vagina to get rid of bad energy in both places. And then I'm going to recharge my crystals. I'm going to listen to subliminals going to sleep. I'm going to just have more me time. I'm just going to figure out what I really want because things ended with this person for a reason and now I can figure out what I did and did not like from this relationship and what I want moving forward. So I like to realize like, oh, I didn't like this. I didn't like that. I didn't like this. I loved that he did that. I love that he did this, but you just have to give yourself 
time to let that happen. But like, I think that's such an essential part of a glow up is realizing what you did and did not like from that relationship and what you want moving forward in that partner and what you don't want moving forward in a new partner. So it's like, I loved the way that my ex was so nurturing to me, but I hated the fact that he was a loser. You know, like I just don't want that in a future partner or just like super specific because moving forward you know what you want in a person and you are not willing to settle you're like I already did this I don't need another loser I did this six months ago I'm not repeating the pattern I want something new I recognize what I did and did not like from my previous partner and this is what I want moving forward also go out with friends and experience life my friend told me after her breakup that she said yes to all the plans with her friends no matter how she felt she was like for a month I just said yes to absolutely everything and I was like I really do like that I didn't do that, but I love the idea of that. Just to like get yourself out there. I should have done that, but I just was like not, and I just didn't really want to. I didn't feel the need to have to do that. So that's completely fine. Cause I'm not gonna, I don't know, going out for me isn't like going to change my life in any sort of way. Anyways, I just think you also need to try new hobbies, try new things that you maybe held yourself from back from doing. Okay, shut the fuck up. Sorry. You guys, New York has changed me into the cuntiest cunt I've ever been. Anyways, you just need to do things that you didn't do before. Maybe you were holding back during the relationship because you were spending so much time with that person. Just do things that you haven't done before. Experience life in new kinds of ways. The last part of the breakup survival guide that I ended is how to prevent heartbreak. Okay, obviously preventing heartbreak is impossible, but a way I feel like heartbreak hurts less. When you have other things going for you than just that person, heartbreak hurts less. I've always said my career comes first. My career is my number one. My goals and my dreams will always come before any man or any relationship in my life. And I've always made this so specifically clear. I think of times that I've been in long-term relationships and I thought I would marry these people and ended it and I was crushed. But it wasn't the only thing going for me where I think if I was set on being a wife and that's all I wanted... I would be devastated. Like my whole world would be crushed if I broke up with that person and all I wanted to be was a wife. I would have been so lost after the breakup. But for me and my breakups, making sure I always had my goals and dreams first throughout the entire relationship and even throughout the breakup prevented me from a lot more painful breakups. And it made it easier for me to put myself first because even like in my situationship ending, it had to do with my content and stuff and like my TikTok in a way. And I was like, listen, my career comes first. My TikTok comes first. All of that comes first. That That's a part of my business. Like that's going to come first 100%. And that in that moment, it was like, I'm choosing myself. You know, I'm choosing myself. I'm choosing my goals. I'm choosing my dreams. I'm choosing that instead of being in this situationship with you because that is what I want more than anything. And knowing a goal or a dream that you want more than anything, and that is bigger than any relationship, bigger than any man, bigger than any person you're in love with, is so beyond important. So now in every relationship and situationship, I make it clear, hey, my goals and my dreams and my career will always come before you. Always. Like my job and my career comes before everything. Also, it's like, I feel like I can say that a little bit more because like my job is my comedy and like my TikTok and everything like that. So it's 
Like, I feel like it'd be a little bit weird if I was, like, an analyst or, like, an accountant and I was like, my job comes first. It's like, no, it's just, like, I don't ever stop working. I'm literally working 24-7 and, like, that's always going to come first. And, like, the content I put out, that's going to come first, too. Like, nobody's going to restrict me from, like, the content I post or anything like that. That's just not going to happen. What I want comes first. And that should have, be for everybody. Like, you should have those goals and dreams that come before any relationship or any situationship. So you aren't putting your all into one person. Like, I just have always looked at my love life as an add-on to my life. I'm completely fine if I have nobody in my love life because I have my career and that's my number one focus. And I want to make my dreams come true more than I want anything else in this world. And if someone's in my love life at that time, great, lovely, love that, you know? But I've just never been like, I need to be a wife, you know? And there's no issue if you want to be a wife. Do you, girly? But, like, I've never been the type where I'm like, oh, my God, I need to be a wife. I need to do this. I'm like, no, I I need to be a successful comedian. And I, I've always needed that. And my goals and my dreams will come before anybody. And so when situationships and relationships do end, I just have more time for that. And I'm less heartbroken because I still have my goals and my dreams and that didn't leave me and that'll never leave me that's something I can control so yeah I just feel like making that clear in my relationships it's definitely backfired against me I think a lot of men get intimidated by the fact that they're not the number one thing in my life and they never will be but I also don't expect to be the number one thing in anybody else's life yes I do that was a lie I fully expect to be the number one thing I expect to be like the number 1.5 thing in somebody else's life because I the person that I ideally want to be with has goals and dreams and that's more important to them than our relationship because if our relationship is the most important thing to them I guarantee you it's just gonna drive me fucking insane and it's gonna annoy me but yeah it definitely is backfired on me and these men are not my top priority and they see that and it threatens them and it makes them feel insecure and it makes them feel intimidated and that's on them I truly don't give a fuck if that's how you feel that's how you feel a secure man is never going to feel that way and I'm completely aware of that so yeah I just feel like a way to prevent heartbreak is to put yourself first and make sure your goals and dreams are first before any relationship or anything else honestly because I don't care if somebody walks away from my life because I always have those goals and dreams. And I did not put them first and I did not put them above my goals and dreams. It's an easier let go. It's an easier heartbreak. And the right person will come in and look beautifully into my life and will be a perfect accessory for me. Oh, shit. That was a little bit rude. No, I don't care. Um, but yeah, they'll be a perfect accessory to my goals and my dreams. And they'll understand that my goals and my dreams come first because... That's just my life and that will always be my life. So you guys, that is it for your breakup survival guide. I hope I made some good points for you guys. If I did, DM me and tell me I'm amazing. All right. I love every single one of you. You can follow me where I post daily on TikTok, Instagram. I don't post daily on YouTube at SheIsLivvy on all platforms. You guys make sure to like, rate, subscribe to the podcast. I don't even know. I will see you all next week. And if you're heartbroken, just know I fucking love you. All right. Bye guys. Bye.